Hey guys, it's Renee Paquette from Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. This week I was joined by none other than Anthony Smith, and we had on from AEW, and he's undefeated in Bellator, Jake Hager. We discuss all things pro wrestling, all things combat sports, and just what the future holds for him. Is he going to grapple with John Jones? We find out in this episode. Guys, joining us right now on Throwing Down with Renee and Anthony, we are joined by none other than uh, undefeated in Bellator, star of AEW, Jake Hager. What up? What up? How are you? What are, you <laughs> are you working out right now? Are you in your little Catalina um, workout gym? Oh, yeah. I'm in the Catalina Technique Dojo. Sorry I'm late. I was just doing like a thousand pull-ups. I wasn't <laughs> even counting, but it was like a thousand and one or something. That's the thing about being a jacked man. You got to do all these exercises to keep that, that jacked life alive. You just come into the Catalina Technique Jodo, Jodo, Dojo, and you're <laughs> automatically shredded. It's just magic. Oh, my God. Is that all it takes? I would love to have the abs that your wife has. Sign me up all day, <laughs> any day. Um, what's going on with you? How are you? What's happening in your life? How was Thanksgiving? Oh, man, just living the dream. Had a little family. Uh, Catalina cooked some amazing food. Had the family come up couple bounce houses in the backyard and oh. oh yeah i got challenged to a grappling match by the way I don't know okay cool. so what's going on with this so you've been challenged to a grappling match by john jones uh and yeah. you what you never got the contract you didn't sign the paperwork what's happening well i don't know uh i don't know what's uh, going on because i'm training i'm ready as far as i know it's on and then uh it got quiet on his end he, uh, I don't know if he saw my resume and was like, ooh, this is an Oklahoma country boy I don't want to wrestle with. Um, maybe saw that I wrestled for AEW and uh, he got a little scared. Um, you know, everybody wants to work for AEW, so maybe he wants to get a job. So I'm wondering, John, come out of hiding. Prove that you're still the GOAT. And uh, I'll put in a good word with Tony for you. You know, I work with goats every single day, John. I work with the goat of pro wrestling, Chris Jericho. So I'm like a farmer of goats. And uh, I can also <laughs> wrestle a little bit. Um, I think you want to see that. Where, okay, did, where so did this John Jones thing come from? Like, did it because it seemed like it kind of came out of nowhere. Where did that that whole John Jones? There was it just an offer to grapple John Jones at some event and it just blew up from there. Hey, man, what's up? I didn't know you were on here. I'm a big fan. Uh, hey, me too, yeah, man. I, was, I appreciate it. Yeah, I was at dinner one night and uh, I just got the phone call from my head coach, Josh Rafferty. And he's like, uh, hey, what's up, man? I got a great uh, situation for you. And he's like, you should just say yes before I even tell you what it is. And I'm like, all right, I love Josh. He's the man. I'm like, yes. And then he <laughs> tells me, I'm like, okay, yes, go make it happen. And so as far as I know, we were waiting from then on to just do the negotiate negotiations and finalize everything. And uh, he jumped the gun a little bit, made that Twitter announcement. We hadn't had anything signed. Uh, I know my response was a little bit harsh, but you know, you gotta get, you gotta get my name right. You gotta get my company right. If you want to work with me and yeah, everybody little does. Respect. Right. Well, yeah, right. listen, Thank John, you. John Jones is never coming correct on Twitter everywhere at, <laughs> any, at any point in time. I think we all know that. How do you, how do you, oh how do you manage it all? You got, you have the AEW stuff, you got the Bellator stuff. Now you're, now you're all, all in John Jones's ass. How do you have enough time for all that? Man, 
I think it really is a testament to AEW, uh, to how Tony runs things. He told me from the beginning that he wanted to make my MMA career, you know, uh, he wanted to help that out as much as possible. He saw the value in it, uh, like I did uh, when I joined the company. is one of the main reasons why uh, Jericho wanted me is one of the main reasons Tony wanted me is because I could do both. And he saw the value in both industries exploding and the ability to cross promote. Uh, so really I'm on the road like three days and then I have Thursday through Tuesday to train. So I kind of just moved my rest days to those travel days and then the TV day. Oof. And then as soon as I get home, I got to be, you know, I got to get good sleep Wednesday night. I can't be up, uh, partying and which is a great thing. It helps me, uh, live better. Uh, you know, and to Amen. what you said about John Jones, uh, when Catalina read his tweet, she would go, I didn't know they could tweet from prison. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Did you say that Jericho brought you into AEW? Was he a big part of that? Oh, he was the main part. I owe uh, Chris everything for that. Uh, he went to Tony and he said, don't give me the guy kind of like what I want. Give me the guy I want. And uh, from then on, it was all just uh, talks with Tony to prove that I wasn't a scumbag. <laughs> and, uh, it, was, it was a very cool situation. Uh, very cool to have someone like Chris have your back like that. How has it been for you guys with the inner circle uh, working with American Top Team in AEW? Man, <laughs> how fun was that angle? Uh, oh, my God. You put it, JDS through a, a table, you maniac. Oh, my gosh, man. That guy is crazy. He's, a, he's insanely good at pro wrestling, so you guys better watch out for him because he's probably going to be back. Lambert is just amazing on the mic. I hate that guy, <laughs> but what he says is just so funny. It did take me a while to get in this shirt because of my big-ass head, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, that whole angle just really took off, and it's a testament to Chris Jericho. It's a testament to Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky. It's a testament to how those big names, JDS, Andre Oblosky, Paige Van Zandt, Vanderford, uh, are the man from Bellator that we can't say his name because Chris won't let us. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Dalton. <laughs> it really is cool how it came together, and it was a lot. Like, you haven't really seen that before. So yeah. it was fun to get out there and pull it off and – all have a climax with a Minneapolis street fight as all things should. That's awesome. What? Hey, I, what? Oh, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so I've never like trained a day in my life in like professional wrestling. So like the fact that you like you're training as an MMA fighter, you're doing your professional wrestling stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. Like how much overlap is it? Or like how, or do you have to like dedicate certain training sessions to one? And then like say the next training se session is another one. Like how does that, first of all, I would love, to just like spend a week training as a professional wrestler. I think that would be a fucking blast. I we can probably so arrange here. that. We can probably yeah, have that like, I definitely like that's a bucket list for sure. I'm afraid <laughs> I'd like it too much and I probably not want to go back to doing what I normally do. But like what, how much overlap is there? Like how, how do you dedicate your sessions? Um, so right now at this stage, most of my training at home is MMA. But the great thing about pro wrestling uh Amateur wrestling makes you a better pro wrestler. Jiu-jitsu makes you a better pro wrestler. Being a boxer, being a good striker, being a good kicker, it makes you a better pro wrestler. It's all very similar in the techniques without, like, the actual intensity and the power and the malice. 
Um, so you can really just train for MMA and then almost go out to pro wrestling and be ready because you need the cardio. Um, it took about two and a half years of me being in a developmental program for me really to understand the psychology, for me to understand the technique uh, of a pro wrestling match. And it, it was difficult, very difficult. I'll put um, breaking into pro wrestling right up there with breaking into MMA. Um, there's lots of things that you, you don't think about that are very tough. Uh, one, when you hit the ropes, dude, your back is going to be uh, bruised for four or five days for the first time. You run the ropes for three minutes, you won't even think about it. Um, and then the hardest part for me coming from an from a all-American background was the entertainment side of it. Like, I couldn't be vulnerable. I could not be defeated. You could not have me in a weak position. Well, it turns out that's not entertaining. And the character side of pro wrestling is really the most important side. The fans gravitate to that character. And once they're over, once you're over with that character, you can do no wrong. And then you can really have a lot of fun. So, Jake, you obviously, I mean, thriving in professional wrestling and in MMA. Would you ever want to dabble into something like blood sport that essentially combines both of those two? (laughs) Uh, you know what? I would definitely want to gra- uh, dabble into anything wrestling, especially without striking. You know, getting punched just sucks. Sure. Um, <laughs> it sucks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I bet. It just does. Um, I would definitely want to dabble in that. But, uh, you know, if you're talking about a certain guy's promotion, I'm not working with that guy. Oh, He's shit. A- I forgot you guys had beef. I forgot about that. Sorry, my bad. Well, you know, desperation is a stinky cologne, Renee, and uh, everybody <laughs> wants to be a pro wrestler. What happened between you and Josh Barnett? What is the beef there? I don't know, man. Some old man with a walking stick started coming at me on Twitter, and I just kicked the stick out from underneath him and kept on walking. Hot damn. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Um, I in love Bella- this. This yeah, might be too. my this funnest interview ever. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I love this shit. In pro wrestling, what do you still want to accomplish? What is sort of at the pinnacle for you? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, after my uh, last fight with Bellator, I, uh, I, I came out and I said that I wanted to go after some championships. And then we got into that really intense storyline. Uh, the team storyline against the pinnacle that led us to Stadium Stampede 2, which was a huge success and really uh, cemented a, uh, the inner circle in AEW history, in my opinion. We had a great moment there. Um, really, uh, it's so cool to see what the inner circle has done. I just want to continue to help them and contribute in whatever way I can. I definitely would like to go on to some individual or tag team championships. I don't care. I, I like them both. Um, I really like what AEW is doing. They really bring in just good people, and uh, that makes it fun to go there to work and uh, makes you want to help people. So whatever they need me to do to help, uh, I'd love to. Uh, you know, Tony is a big sports fan. He's talked to me about doing, uh, like, wrestling classes for the boys, so maybe uh, we'll go down that route and keep going. But it, uh, individually, I think I definitely need some championships going on. Um, I really – like to get Catalina uh, on TV more with me. I think she just makes me cooler. I think everybody <laughs> would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, like, she definitely ups this... your stock. That's for damn sure. They're like, Punching above your weight class, on. kid. She... Oh, I'll kick my coverage. <laughs> Everyone says that. 
<laughs> she got COVID and lost her taste for two weeks. And I told her, oh, she hasn't got her taste back. And they're like, oh, she lost her taste way before COVID. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, yeah, like, we, we need more Catalina together, on TV. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody ask for more Catalina. <laughs> what about on the fight side? What on like the, the yeah. MMA side of it? What are your, what are you, what do you like? What are you shooting for? Like what's uh, yeah. what's the next year look like on the MMA side? Yep. So it's been a, a year since my last fight. Um, I had surgery uh, in April. So I really kind of just took this whole year to myself to kind of deal with the uh, recovery. Uh, had a lot to do with pro wrestling and I was literally uh, going to shows like weeks out of surgery. Um, so it was cool to get back and just kind of step back and relax and get my body and let my body heal, which is, I think, a big word that all MMA guys can say, heal. And uh, now, at the end of the year, I'm starting to train again. Uh, I got a teammate that's training for a bare-knuckle MMA fight, and so getting back in there, having a lot of fun, getting the itch. I think next year I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to aim for two fights. I have two more fights on my Bellator contract, so I'm going to aim to do that in 2022, maybe April, maybe May. And uh, we're just going to go there. Right now, I'm a top 10 undefeated heavyweight. So I know uh, the, the competition is going to increase. But, you know, we're ready. We stay ready. Uh, this is time to capitalize. And no one's going to take that away from me. Jake, you mentioned working with Chris Jericho. You guys work so closely together, obviously, with the inner circle. He brought you into AEW. What is it like being, uh, I don't want to say under the learning tree. Obviously, you've been in this business a long time. But somebody like Jericho who has reinvented himself numerous times. He's worked for pretty much every promotion. He's done it all. What kind of uh, little nuggets of wisdom does he throw out? Man, I tell you what, it really is uh, a paycheck in itself just to work underneath him and watch him every day and be so close to all of his storylines and all of his segments and really just get to see how his mind works, get to see other people toss ideas by him and always get to see his response and he is the goat for a reason. He really just knows the simplest way to do it the best way. And it's very effective and the crowd just eats it up. And so I'll put it up there with winning a world heavyweight championship. I'll put it up there with a million dollar payday because he is uh, teaching not only me, but the rest of the inner circle um, really how he's putting on a clinic on how to run a storyline, how to run a character, how to run a group. And it's so cool to see how he adapts to uh, each individual storyline and responds. And <laughs> needless to say, I'm loving it. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I hope I learned just an ounce of what he's teaching me. You ever bump into one of those jackets by accident? Because they're very spiky. <laughs> uh, we took John's eye out with one of them. Yeah, you so, did, you yeah. bastards. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I thought you guys were friends. Unbelievable. Uh, I don't have good aim, so he's <laughs> lucky, you know. All right, Jake, thank you so much for joining us, getting to talk a, a little uh, MMA, a little pro wrestling. We got it all. Hopefully we get to see you and John Jones in this grappling match, and uh, I can't wait to see what shakes out there. I guess tweet him back, yeah, sign a contract, be... do what you got to do. I'm ready. It's going to be very exciting. Either way, I got the whole pro wrestling world on my shoulders. So what do you got, John? Giddy up. Let's go. All right. Thank you so much, Jake. We will see you uh, Wednesday on AEW Dynamite. Let's go. Live. Thank you, guys. Yes.
Going Down with Renee and Misha is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to Sirius XM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts.